podcasting is so much fun and creating great content, though, that can be kind of hard. It's definitely time consuming. And when we start a podcast, we jump in with high expectations and buckets and buckets of passion. And then two months later, we need a break. And so today I'm going to talk about how do you bring your podcast back after you've taken a break? Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I am your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, this is where I help you plan, launch, grow, and monetize your podcast. And one of the things I do at the School of Podcasting is I help you avoid common mistakes. And today we're going to talk about the mistake of taking a break from your podcast. And then if you do, eh, how do you come back from that? My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, when you sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription. And as we start to talk about taking breaks from your podcast, I just want to say this up front. Do everything you can to not take a break from your podcast. And you might be saying, well, why? Because that is my opinion. That's not a fact. It is a fact that when you take a break from your podcast, you're going to lose listeners. Now, why is that? Well, I like to use the example of many moons ago, Apple Podcast app was one of really the only app to use on iOS. There were a couple other ones, but it was dominating. Like 80% of the market was using Apple And they came out with a new version. And when I say it broke it, I mean, it wouldn't launch. And at the time I was working for a company where I was listening to podcasts in the car. And even though Apple stopped updating, uh, I didn't stop listening. And that's one of the key things when I say, hey, you're going to lose listeners. Why? Because just because you stop podcasting, it's not like they're going, well, I was going to listen to podcast today, but Dave didn't put any out. I guess I'll go back to the radio. Uh, no. And so when Apple ruined their app and it was only down for maybe, I'm going to say three days, but I wasn't going to wait three days for them to come back. And I did a quick Google and, uh, uncle Google said, try overcast. And I found it. And not only did I find an app that would work, I found one that was better and I have never gone back. And I'm a very, very loyal overcast user. If you're on iOS, definitely check it out. So keep in mind again, when you take a break, your audience may stop listening to you, but they're not going to stop listening. And keeping a subscriber takes effort. You have to provide value where getting a new subscriber or a follower, I guess we should be saying, that actually takes more effort. And we're going to talk about that a little bit today because we think taking a break is going to save us And it it might temporarily, but in the end, are you actually doing less work? So we're going to approach this from a couple different angles. The following is an opinion and only an opinion. As with most things in podcasting, it really is up to you to decide if you need a break. I mean, we all have different lives and different priorities and different situations. And there is no kind of one, hey, here's when it's okay to take a break. Actually, that's not true. When creating a podcast is affecting your health or the health of your family, I don't think anyone is going to argue 
that you should keep podcasting even though you're like in the middle of chemo treatments or something like that. So let's not be too crazy about this. But there are some things you need to think about. Number one is what about sponsors? And you go, oh, yeah, now I realize it's a small number of podcasters that that get advertising, usually somewhere around 10%. Although that doesn't mean you have to have a giant show to have a sponsor. If you're a small niche show, you might find a, a product that really fits your niche audience. So keep this in mind. When you have sponsors, you probably have some sort of signed contract that said they would be featured in X amount of episodes from this date to that date. And depending on what you agree to in your contract, you may want to look at it and go, oh, if I decide to just quit podcasting for a couple months, uh, that sponsor is not going to be very happy. So these are the things people always go, I'm going to start a podcast and get sponsors and nothing against sponsors. I have one today, but it is more work. So keep that in mind. And I know some of you are going, but Dave, what about Serial and some of those bigger shows? I mean, they take months off. Like, what about seasons? Isn't that what seasons are for? And seasons, and again, this is only my opinion, were put in place for shows like Serial. Now, if you've never listened to the show Serial, it's very good. When it first came out, I had five different people say, hey, have you heard Serial yet? And I go, no, but I eat it all the time. I love it. And Serial is one of those shows that has probably, and I'm not making this up, 18 to 20 people at the end where they're like, I'd like to thank the so-and-so and the music composition of the editing of the blah, blah, blah in the storyboarding of the, in this. And you're like, really? Like I was just me that does my podcast and they have this giant team and they take months off between seasons and that show also, and I'm not taking away saying anything about the show, but it was launched with by this American life, which is another giant podcast. And Syria was even parodied on Saturday night live. But the key there is, they do a whole season at a time. Like they will go out and the reason they take months off is they're flying their staff all over the world in some cases to do tons of interviews and they're harvesting all sorts of information. And so those types of shows need seasons. But if you look into some of those shows during their kind of off season, it's a little bit like a professional athlete. If you think about it, if we look at American football, here in the States. These are guys that play, I think it's somewhere between 11 and 16 games. And once the Super Bowl is over, you're like, oh yeah, they just, they're sitting home eating bonbons. No, they'll take a couple weeks and they'll recuperate. And then they're back in the gym. They're studying the different films. They're learning what they did wrong, how they could get better. They're working on mastering their craft. So it's during this off time that these shows are, again, they're out there flying in some cases all over the world. They're doing countless interviews. They're gathering content. They come back with this mountain of content that they then have to edit into some sort of story that's going to pull you into it and inspire you to tell their friends. So even though they're taking some time off, from what I understand and what I've kind of gleaned from interviews of people that produce those shows, they're not really taking time off. They're still working. So in those instances where I know I'm going to be traveling, I'm not going to have a studio or my microphone or my gear, anything to record that. I just record two shows ahead of time and schedule them. And I'm not saying this to kind of like, oh, look at me, or but I haven't missed a show. I've been here every Monday 
since 2005. And that's because this is my main flagship show. I have other shows that I will talk about that where I've kind of let them slip a little bit and I will explain what has happened with that. But I've done my best to not miss a season. So that's, I say that again, not to like, oh, look at me, but just to say that's my mentality because I am deathly afraid. I work too hard, I guess, to get a listener. I don't want to give you a chance to go listen to somebody else. And that's the other thing I want to state up front as we get into schedules. The schedule is not what makes people listen. You aren't listening right now because it's every Monday. You're listening because this is going to make you laugh, cry, think, groan, educate, or entertain. You listen for the content. If you've been listening for a while, you want to catch up with Dave, and that's great. I'm really glad you're here. But it's not the schedule that makes you grow. It's the content. I heard a great interview with Eric Newsom. He's the guy from NPR that wrote the book Make Noise. I'll have a link to that out in the show notes. And he said something that I was like, oh, Eric, that is so good. He's been on my show. Again, links in the show notes. And he said, podcasting is not so much about storytelling. It's not about the tech. It's it, Podcasting is an experience. And I was like, oh, it really is. If you think about it, it's about how that show, that episode makes you feel. When you are having a legit driveway moment where you're like, ah, I could go inside and I know my groceries are getting cold, but I'm going to sit here in the car and listen to the end of that episode. That is an experience. And I was like, that is so good. So it's not the schedule. So when we talk about like breaking your schedule here. That's not why people listen. Just for the record, I would much rather have a late show that was good than an on-time show that was meh. So with that said, you're like, hey, Dave, no, seriously, I need to take a break. I just, I need to take a break. And that's fine, again. And there's no judgment here. Again, we all have different situations, different priorities. And, you know, in the last two years with our good friend COVID, all sorts of stuff just comes up and just ruins things. So what I want to talk about is the best way to take a break from your podcast asterisks if you really need to. And so I thought about this, like if I had to do this, what would I do? So in my opinion, this is the best way to take a break from your podcast. And that is in, and this is like bold, all caps, plan it, plan your podcast. Now here's why. Why do you say that, Dave? Because number one, every podcaster starts typically with two things. Every single one, unless you came from some other media background, you start with no listeners and integrity. That is it. And you can grow and grow your numbers. But if you lose your integrity, oh man, that's a hard one to get back. And if you're taking a break, that means you've been podcasting. And so you should have an idea of how long it takes to create good content. And what you want to do is if you are taking a break, you want to sit down, figure it out and go, okay, I'm going to take a break from here to here. In other words, you need to announce when are you coming back? That really, from what I've seen is a best practice in podcasting. I think one of my favorite kind of break people was Mike Rowe on that's the way I heard it. He announced it. He said, Hey, I've got good news. I got a book deal. The bad news is I can't write a book and create a podcast. And so I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. And he said it there right up front. And that was great. So when you announce that you're leaving, 
And in Mike's case, he did. He said, hey, I will be coming back on this date. And then here's the key thing. He came back when he said he was coming back. Now, what happens if on that date when you're supposed to come back, you're not ready to come back? Then come back because you said you would and say, hey, thanks so much for being patient, but I need another X amount of time. Why would you do that? Why would you deliver bad news? As someone who has earned awards in customer service, customers, while they do not like bad news, they do appreciate it. Let me give you an example. Your cable company is going to come install cable at your house. And they say, I will be there sometime between 10 and 4. And you're like, what? And they're like, yeah, sometime between 10 and 4. And you're like, oh, okay. So you take a day off of work. And you sit around and you sit around and now it's uh, noon and now it's uh, one o'clock and it's two o'clock. And finally, the guy shows up at three and you've been sitting there since 10. I believe a customer would appreciate bad news. In other words, if they said, hey, uh, we're going to be coming and installing your cable at three o'clock. Now, the customer might appreciate it. They were really hoping it was going to be 10 or nine or eight but you're being honest and you're giving them, you know, if we could put up air quotes, bad news, they appreciate the honesty, the transparency, because now they can go do something from 10 to three. So even if you're coming back to say, Hey, I'm not ready to come back. They're going to appreciate the transparency. And in just a second, I will be giving you kind of a script that you can use or at least something to think about. If you need to request some time off from your audience right now, I want to talk about novel marketing. This is the advertiser for this episode. And a lot of podcasters plan to write a book, but they don't know where to start. And our sponsor, the Novel Marketing Podcast, is there to help. And I've been talking about the Ten Commandments of book marketing. And today we're talking about number four, and that is thou shalt measure thy marketing. And boy, you know, we've talked about this so many times. You need to to track the time that you put into your podcast or in this case, your book, track the money and track the efforts. Why? Because if you don't, what does it lead to? You guessed it, burnout. And you go, ah, I need a break. So this is where Author Media helps. Uh, They have three episodes such as how to spend less time marketing your book, how to track your book promotion, and how to use marketing data to sell more books. For more book promotion and publishing help, listen to the Novel Marketing Podcast in your favorite podcast app. You can also go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash author, or just check the show notes at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 795. Now, if you're taking a break because you need to relax, You need to be sure to add that to your schedule. After producing podcasts for a while, it may take some time to truly turn off your brain. So rope off some time on your calendar and then unplug. I had a friend of mine that was a professional comedian, and he said that was one of the hardest things when he finally retired. He said every time he watched TV, every time he watched the news, every time he did anything, he was constantly looking to see like, hey, How can I make this funny? So I know when I watch stuff, I'm always kind of dissecting, like, why is this entertaining? What is this person doing to market? So when you kind of take your time off, it may 
take a second for your brain to also take some time off. The other thing you want to look at is why. Why do you need a break? And again, I'm not judging here, but you need to identify why you're taking a break. Because if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to need to take a break in the future. And so with some shows, it's obvious, as I mentioned before. But if the reason is, hey, I need a break because I'm tired, maybe before you go on break, take some time to kind of step back and identify what is weighing you down. And again, not that if you're taking a break, it's not like you're making a mistake, but as someone who has not one but two divorces under his belt, you got to be sure that if I'm even thinking of dating anyone, I have to sit back and realize, okay, what did I do to end up here? Because I would like to not be here again in the future. So maybe before you go on break, take some time to identify again, what is really weighing you down? And then how are you going to do things differently when you come back? Because otherwise you're going to end up right back here. Now, the other thing is that you kind of forget about it and then you go, oh, yeah, because you'll go in and look at your stats and you go, oh, I didn't think about that. If you're going to take a break, and this is why I say you need to plan it, because your last episode needs to be like, mm, primo. When you go on break, that last episode you did is going to get the majority of downloads. So make it a good one because it's going to be somebody's first impression a lot. And so hopefully this episode is something that's going to inspire people to download more of your past episode. You want it to be a great representation of your entire show. And then maybe towards the end, you can let them know that you're taking a break. And more importantly, again, let them know when you'll come back. But that episode that you're putting out is going to be the first episode that new people are going to hear for as long as your break is. So again, make it a good one. Now, the other one is, realize being that most of us are doing this for free, you don't owe your audience an explanation. And I know you're like, wait, what? Cause we're thinking of like, well, if I took time off from work, what, when you go on a break on work, do you go, Oh, Hey, can I take a week off? Because you know, I, I, I want to go on vacation and you know, maybe go, no, you just go, Hey, I'm taking a week off. Here's my thing. You don't really need to give them an explanation. And sometimes I see people go deep into explanations and the answer is you don't. And I know what you're thinking then. Well, then what do I say? This is all you need to really tell them. And again, let me hit the jingle. The following is an opinion and only an opinion. All you have to tell them is from this date to this date, the show will be taking a break. Now, if you're new to the show, please visit our website at blah, blah, blah dot com, whatever, and subscribe slash follow where you can get access to all of our older episodes. I'll be back on this date. That's it. Hey, we're taking a break. Subscribe to the show at my website. And for the love of God, please quit promoting Linktree. Put those links on your website and beat your website into your audience's head. <laughs> that drives me nuts. Uh, oh, no, just go to clickthislink.com slash my podcast. What about, hey, go to mypodcast.com slash subscribe or slash follow. End of tangent. But you want to tell them, hey, I'm taking a break. You don't need to say, oh, my grandpa is sick and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And our dog Tippy has cancer. And, you know, just say, hey, I'm taking a break. I'll be back on this date. Please subscribe to the show. I've got a ton of old episodes. You can check them out. They're really great. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you on this date. 
Okay. Now, if you want to explain, you can. I'm just here to say you don't have to. I'll give you an example. My buddy, Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast has a small little boy. And he said, hey, due to me now raising my son, I'm going to go on a really long hiatus. He didn't really say when he's coming back because he doesn't know. But I don't know anybody that's going to go, wait a minute. You put raising your child above your podcast? How dare you? No, everybody's like, oh, wow. You know what? I knew Daniel was a great guy. And now apparently he's a really good dad as well. And I enjoy when I see him on Twitter and Facebook. It's not like he disappeared. He's just not doing a show anymore. And again, he's got tons of great content in his back catalog and he will eventually come back. You know, the last time I heard these kids get older fairly quickly and eventually he'll be back. Now, will he have lost some listeners? Yep. But are those listeners that he lost more important than his son? Absolutely not. Is losing a few listeners more important than watching your marriage go up in flames? Absolutely not. I guess it depends on who you're married to. But anyway, you get the point. That's what you have to think about. Hey, I'm going to lose some listeners. And are those listeners more important than whatever it is that I'm putting my podcast on pause for? And when it's time to come back because you announced when you're coming back and it turns out that, hey, you're ready to come back, what you can kind of do is treat this like a second launch because you launched your podcast. And so you might want to make a trailer, kind of build up some buzz on your social media and say, hey, it's coming. It's only 14 days till so-and-so and such and such. You can start to build up that buzz and start to do all the work of getting the attention of people that have not been paying attention to you to say, hey, I'm over here. I know you're listening to that other podcast, but I'm over here. Come back, come back to me. And so that's how you'll come back. You'll have to treat it like a new launch. Hey, this is future Dave jumping in as I listen back to this episode. If every time you take a break, you need to kind of relaunch your podcast. If you took a break because it was too much work and you're tired, won't pausing and relaunching be just as much work, if not more, than if you just kept creating episodes? Ooh, now that's a good question. Back to me. And you generate all the buzz and you mention it in the newsletter and you're doing all your social media and things like that. And this is one thing I would recommend that when you're coming back, if you've identified, hey, I got a little crispy there, then record enough episodes to have some in the can, because then what you can do is when you make your trailer, you can say, hey, we're coming back on this date and here's what you can expect. And then here's some sort of fascinating clip that makes you want to hear more. And here's another little clip that makes you want to hear more. Here's another clip that makes you go, ooh, I wonder what happened after that and et cetera, et cetera. So you can have a bunch in the can so that there isn't so much pressure. I unfortunately do this show every week and I'll talk a little more about that, about how do I do that without the pressure But right now, I want to continue talking about taking a break from your podcast. So there are some things to think about. So let's let's kind of just pull up here. How do I take a break from my podcast? You announce it to your your audience. You say, here's when I'm coming back. You schedule some time to do whatever it is you're going to do. And that might be, hey, I just want to take a break to, to market it. Or maybe I want to take some time to relax. Whatever it is, schedule that out, plan it figure out why you need a break and then take it and then come back when you say it's there. And if you can get some in the can is what we say. That's an old thing, you know, have some pre-recorded so that if life happens, 
you've got some ready to go. But here's some more things to think about. Some people will do this. Oh, I'm not taking a break. I'm just going to take my old episodes and put them out again. Now, I grew up kind of in the 70s, 80s. Well, not really the 70s, the 80s. And I, I grew up on shows like Happy Days and Family Ties and almost all the shows back then. I don't know if the writers went on strike or what, but they'd be sitting there and they'd go, hey, do you remember that time when so-and-so did so-and-so? And they'd have like this harp sound and they, it was just a clip show. And if you were a true fan of the show, you're like, yeah, I've seen all these. It wasn't, it was kind of a new show, but it was just the actors going, remember when? And they were pretty much awful because you're like, I've seen all these and this is dumb. So sometimes filler material, be careful about like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to put out the unedited version of the episode. Please don't do that. Another one to think about is sometimes you'll go, oh, I'm going to do a best of show. And again, this is really just a clip show. And you just heard my opinion on that, but also realize that if you're going to do that, that that's the plan, then start pulling clips now. Like when somebody says, Hey, I really like that show and say, why? And then see if you can find the clip that they're talking about. Or if you're using audiograms on your social media, you might stitch those together, but best of shows again, in my opinion, are great for new listeners, but they're horrible for your regular listeners. The other thing, where to announce you're taking a break. And this is one where I really don't know. You know, do you announce it at the beginning of the episode? So here's the 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 last episode that you're going to put out there. Remember how I said that last episode should be a great one because it's going to get a lot of downloads while you're on break. So if I start off the show with, hey, it's Dave, I just want to let you know, I'm going to be on break for the next two weeks, blah, blah, blah. Maybe not a great first impression, especially to a brand new listener, because they're like, well, I don't want to subscribe to this show. This person's not really here. So, I mean, I understand if you put it at the beginning of the show, then everyone would hear it. But if you, it might also send them looking for a replacement. If you put it at the end of your show, well, as we all know, not everybody makes it to the end of the show. So maybe you put it somewhere in the middle. In the end, I'm just going to say, follow your gut on that one. The one thing you don't want to do. So we're going to kind of transition a little bit here into mistakes I've seen people make. And this is one I've done. And that is some people call this pod fading. And this is where you just disappear. Like, hey, you used to put a show out every such and such and such and such. And all of a sudden you just kind of quit and you don't tell anyone. To this, I bring up the story I think you can identify with. Have you ever taken your car to the shop and they say, hey, we should have it ready by noon and it's two o'clock and you haven't heard from the shop. So you are left wondering what's going on. And at least for me, when that happens, my brain swings negative into worst case scenario super quick. So when you leave your audience wondering, I wonder what happened, they might think you died. So keep people in the loop again, even if it's bad news. And I have done that occasionally. I've just got busy. And the cool thing is you hopefully have your audience going, hey, what happened to the podcast rodeo show? That's really good when you hear that. If you, my my very first show was for musicians and I just lost my passion. I started not having a very set schedule. I just had kind of lost my take. I think I'd said everything there was to say. And I put out part one of an interview And I never put out to this day, have never put out part two. And the only person that said, Hey, where's part two was the guy I interviewed because by that time I had just kind of like ran out of steam and it came across the microphone. And I think most of my core audience was like, 
yeah, I, th- this guy's done. So let's talk about the biggest mistake I see people make when they come back. They come back from their break. And I love the fact that you care about your audience and it's great that you've missed them and that you feel bad that you somewhat kind of backed away from them. So with this in mind, I see podcasters start off with a very long, a very detailed apology. So it's something like this. Hey, guys. So number one, you're doing group talk. Hey, guys, I'm so sorry. I know I haven't been here in three months and grandma died again. And then the dog and, you know, the COVID thing and my brother and then my, uh, the hangnail and I couldn't find the McKeer chrome. And then, you know, uh, the drummer from the Rolling Stones died. And you're like, well, I don't. Can we just get to the content? Many, many moons ago when I was a copier technician and the CEO pulled me into his office and he said, what do you say to a customer when their copier is broken? And I started to give him stuff and give him stuff. And then he was finally just looked at me and goes, how about you just fix the copier? Cause that will shut them up. And I was like, oh, yeah, you could do that too. And so if you have an audience going, I wonder where Dave went. I wonder where that great content is. Maybe just give them the content, keep that in mind. And so I understand the want and what feels like a need to do this long apology. Don't (laughs) please don't. Why? Why Dave? Why do you say that? Because you're forgetting about the time shiftedness of podcasting. So when someone finds your show months from now and downloads your back episode, they hear the episode before or maybe two episodes ago and they click on this one. And there's like a five minute apology talking about how grandma died again. And you're like, ah, so it's not going to make any sense because they missed your hiatus to them. It's just the next episode. So keep that in mind. One strategy might be to make a trailer, right? To promote your new season is coming with a brief, a brief explanation, something like, After taking three weeks off to move to a new state and start my new job, the whatever the name of your show is, is here. And here's what you can expect. And then you play interesting clips that lead people or or leave them, I guess, wanting more. And then have that file expire after the new season is launched. Because, again, once the new season is here, you don't have to do all this stuff. So keep that. That's a strategy that was like, "Eh, that might work. And I have to think that one through a little bit. How do you come back, though, if, well, Dave, that thing you you talked about, that pod fade thing? Yeah, I did that. Well, first of all, let me refer you to my buddy, uh, Ryan K. Parker. No one will punch you in the face. So we might need to check our ego just a little bit. I mean, did the world stop when your podcast did? So it's, yeah, it's something that you kind of want to avoid. It's not the end of the world. So second Find something that's going to make them glad you are back. When you have a long lost family member and they show up with chocolate pie, it might be easier to forgive them for making, you know, you worry about them if they had chocolate pie. So bring some content that's going to make them laugh, cry, think, groan, educator, entertain. Give them something that they're like, oh man, I'm so glad you're back. I missed you. So how do I come back from a show after I have pod faded? Number one, press record, bring the content, leave the apology, and you pick up right where you left off. I have a friend of mine I have known since I was uh, 11 years old. 
which is over 40 years now. And we call each other on December 23rd every year, every year. Now we talk much more than that, but there are times when we go months without talking to each other. And when we do, you kind of just pick up where you left off. My family celebrates Christmas a week early. So because my brother goes to Florida to be with his in-laws. So consequently, on the actual day of Christmas, I'm often spending it with myself. And my ex-wife heard about this after we first got divorced. And she actually invited me to come to Christmas dinner slash lunch. And we had, if you can have a friendly divorce, we kind of had one. And she said, look, you can come and catch up with the the now ex-stepchildren, which I'd known for 10 years. And I was like, I don't see this in the manual. Is it? Okay. So I walked in, everybody kind of turned and saw me and I went, Hey, shall we all pause for a moment of awkwardness? And we did. And I said, okay, well now that that's over, how's everybody doing? And you just pick up where you left off. And that's what you can do when you restart your podcast, figure out if you want to change anything, right? Take that time off to say, okay, how can I do this better? Again, Tom Webster mentioned this at podcast movement. You want to master your craft athletes take the off season to figure out how can I be better at this? Or if you just need some time to decompress, then definitely put that on your calendar. And when you're ready, you press record, you bring the content, you leave the apology unless you really want to. And again, I would do that at the end of the show. And then you pick up right where you left off. As I record this, it is the 3rd of October, and I always like to remind people that if you finally have that finished episode and you're ready to now kind of go public, I recommend Libsyn. It's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. In full disclosure, I've been an employee there for five years, but also in absolute full disclosure, I've been a happy customer of theirs for 16 years, and you can get a free month by going over to Libsyn.com. And using the promo code SOP free, all one word, SOP free. And also, since we're talking about October and being the beginning of the month, at the end of the month, that is Friday, the uh, 22nd, I will need your question of the month. Now, if you are new to the show, this is where I ask you to chime in on a question. And when you do this, be sure to mention your show and your website. And I'm simply asking an open-ended question this month. How do you feel about hearing a guest's full story? Be sure to mention again your podcast and website. So when somebody starts off and they're here to talk about subject A, and the person starts off with, hey, where were you born? Because I sometimes see people do that. And and this is my full disclosure again. It's, it's disclosure time. I'm not a huge fan of that. But I'm also open to understanding, well, maybe that's doing something to the audience and I'm missing it. So that's where I'm kind of going with this. Again, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question by October 22nd, 2021 to be on that Monday's show. Since we're kind of talking about, I need a break. 
One of the ways you can avoid needing a break, in other words, how do I make podcasting easier, is to have a tool in place to capture those ideas when you get them. I use Evernote. I ask this question to a bunch of people. Some people use the voice memo on their phone. Some people use OneNote. Some people use Notion. Some people use Google Docs. It doesn't matter. But one of the things you need to have on your phone and your computer so that no matter where you're at, you can capture ideas, you need something to organize your thoughts. And so as I look in my Evernote, if I want to say, here's what's coming up, there are a bunch of tools out there that people keep sending me and I go and check them out. And I was like, oh, I need to review these on an episode. So that might be in an episode. I also see in here that I don't think I've talked on an episode specifically about your podcast description. That's one of the fun things about having 785 episodes. You don't remember what you've talked about and there's a really good chance you already talked about it. So I just wanted to throw that in here. If you are having an issue with, I am running out of ideas. I've actually got a whole like lesson on that at the school of podcasting. Cause there are tons of resources that you just type in your topic and it's like, have you ever thought about this or that? So there are all sorts of issues like that, but I wanted to throw that out there. And then the last thing I wanted to point out is if you are truly burnt out on life and we've all been there at one point or another, the national suicide prevention lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. That number again, 800-273-8255. And I realize we all want our podcast to be popular. We want to help people. We want to drive business, whatever it is that we're trying to do with our podcast. But please don't let a podcast's success dictate how you feel about yourself and get some help. 800-273-8255. I'm a big fan of therapy. Uh, I have went through years and years of marriage therapy and just recently went through some belated grief counseling that was about 25 years overdue. Nothing wrong with talking to somebody when you need to talk to somebody. Now, if you need to talk to someone about podcasting, I know a guy. His name is Dave Jackson. You can find him at the school of podcasting.com. He is dying to help you plan, launch, grow. And if you want to monetize your podcast, come visit me at school of podcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code listener and I will see you on the inside. Thanks so much for joining me on my mission to rid the world of boring podcasts until next week. Take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. You're coming back from being on break and you're like, hey, season, t-, you know, it might be ah, crap, crap, crap. If you put it at the end of your show, well, not everybody makes it to the end. Crap. And come up with some strategies. Strategies? Strategies? It's about the experience. That experience you have in the hallway, right? When you're like, oh, I, I should go in here, but I want to listen to this. Did I say hallway? I meant driveway. And that's right. This is my opinion. And... As is much things, much things, as is many things, something like that.